Hi, my name is Arv Chandak. I am Koshik. Um, Arnav, we're going to be talking about human perception. So, Arnav, what is human perception? Human perception is basically like the perception of the five senses. Basically, trying to understand sight, sound, smells, uh, touch, and taste. All right. Um, so, I read somewhere that every person, they perceive light differently. So, like, what I see as red, you could see as, like, blue. You would learn it as blue, but it would actually be red, you know? Well, that's usually a form of misconception because what usually happens, like, people have studied uh, eyes and they look pretty similar in those ways. Okay, but so some everyone's... People, some people do perceive light differently. Like, like colorblind people. Um, yeah. How does colorblindness work? Because like, I feel like that's pretty interesting because there's like different types of colorblindness as well. Yeah. Like some people are just like all gray or some people can see like one or two colors really vividly. Yeah. Basically, what colorblindness is, you can't perceive all of the colors. Well, I mean, no one can perceive all of the colors. There's an infinite amount of colors. Right. But they can't perceive the same amount of colors that we can. Okay. Um, so, like, so is it like like missing receptors in the brain or like part of the retina? Or, like, what's actually wrong with it? Or do we just not know about colorblindness, about how, why it even happens? I didn't research that much about colorblindness. Dang, but okay. basically, I, like, they see red and blue, mm-hmm. kind of, they blend together. Okay, yeah. so, like, that's something that someone should probably figure out why people even have colorblindness in the first place. Yeah. Because that's interesting. Um, also, I feel like another part of human perception is, like, how we understand things. Like, when we learn math, some people don't get it right away, some people get it right away, and they're, like, just talented at it naturally. And yeah. I feel like that's also has something to do with the brain, right? Like, so it should be, like, a difference about comprehending it. I mean, yeah, you're right. Which I feel like someone should look at it and see how, like, a um, person who's naturally good at math and the person who's not that good at math and, like, see how the, the different brain waves or whatever are, like, in their usually, brain. I mean, usually it's not... Usually they can comprehend the same, but it's usually, like, how much they're paying attention in class, how much they've been studying at home. Those factors come into play a lot. Right. Um, a lot of people who don't like math also just, like, don't, like, goof off in class as well, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, another part I feel like would be, like, hearing. Like, um, you can, like... Yeah. Like, if, like, people in, like, a football game, like, in the Super Bowl, the stands are, like, really loud. The crowds are really loud. But, like, they can they can hear their um, teammates and all that. So they're, like, kind of, like, muting the crowd in their brain. And I feel like that's also kind of cool because your brain can, like, filter out what is important and what's not important. That, uh, that's very true. That is also why autism is such a big thing. Autism is basically where you can't filter out those stuff. So uh, then, uh, then autistic people, they do random stuff like waving their arms to mm-hmm. try to, co- to deal with it. To deal with right. It. So it's like just overwhelmness of yeah. everything. Sensory overwhelmness. Okay. So that's, that's also pretty interesting. Another thing like I read online is... Um, like, it was, like, a story about a woman, he, she fell off a cliff while hiking, and she didn't really feel that much pain, but when she got rescued, 
And um, when she got into like the helicopter, she went to a hospital. That's when she felt the most pain, which I feel like is part of adrenaline, right? Because adrenaline, yeah. yeah, it's your brain trying to um, rest. Like um, it's a dangerous situation, right? Falling off a cliff and hurting your leg or something. So your leg, I mean your brain, it tries to minimize the pain so you can focus on survival, which um, is actually pretty cool because. Um, for that to like evolve like that is pretty insane to me, because if you look at it, evolution is basically um, a random chance kind of thing, because it can go bad, it can go good, and then we just happen to have all these like characteristics in our brain, and it's like very fascinating. Yeah, and when the woman fell off the cliff, I feel like some people would say that why did the brain just make her feel no pain at all. The brain can do that. Right. But the brain wouldn't do that because then you wouldn't know, like, oh, I fell off a cliff, but it doesn't hurt at all, like, completely fine. Right. Right? It's That's kind of like, um, what pain basically is, is pain is trying to um, tell you that there's danger and then you can't do that again. It's like a learning process. Like, yeah. if you don't do your homework, you'll get punished, probably, like, for being grounded or not being able to play video games or something. That's your brain not yeah. letting you do that again. And it's, like, minimal because you still need to remember that it's there and you can, like, tackle it afterward. Yeah. Which a lot of, like, there's, like, a lot of people in the world who can't feel pain at all. Yeah. And I feel, like, a lot of people would be like, oh, that's great. I can fall off a bike and it wouldn't hurt anything. We also wouldn't know, like, if you had a heart attack or something. You wouldn't know until you're dead, which is also part of the danger part of it, which is why we need to feel pain. Yeah. Pain tells you that stuff. Also... More about sight perception, about like filtering out some stuff and uh, just kind of like what we were just talking about. Uh, there are stuff where your brain uses shortcuts because mm-hmm. they've seen it so many times. They're like, oh, this is taking too much data. I'm just going to use shortcuts. Right. Like, so, wait, can you give an example of one? All uh, right. Like Ruben's face. Ruben's face is. Uh, Basically, there's a vase in the middle, but then instead of seeing the vase, you see the two faces on the outside. Right. But the thing is, they aren't actually faces. Right. Yeah, it's just... It's like that optical illusion kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, another thing is, like, when you're, you... you pro- everyone probably knows this trick. Like, when you hold your thumb in front of you, like, with one eye closed, and it covers something, and you open both eyes, it looks through it. Uh, it looks like you're seeing through it, but it's actually like your eyes have two different images. And in, the brain combines both of the images. So if you hold one up with one eye closed and it covers something, the other eye can actually see past your thumb. And that's how it looks through it, which is insanely cool, but it also looks like you have x-ray vision. Yeah. Which is insanely cool in my opinion. Um, which Because when I was little, I used to do that. And I always felt amazed, like, oh, I can look through walls or anything. But then you can't because... Your other eye doesn't see past the wall, which is why you can't see through them. And not just that, but the parts where, uh, like, to help you kind of see through your thumb, it basically makes an image. Like right. Your brain makes an image about what would be there. Mm-hmm. It's like is, guessing. It's yeah. like guessing. And um, I've tried that a bunch of times. And now, like, when I was younger, and now I realize why what happened happened. Right. Basically, I would take an image that I already knew of, I put my thumb up, and then I would see, oh, wait, I see that image yeah. perfectly. Okay. 
Alright, we're about to wrap up. Um, I've been Koshik. And I've been Arav. Talk to you guys later.